0: This is a Rogue Media Network podcast.
1: Coming up today on KWTX at 4, how you can support a 5K in memory of Jenna Scott and Michael Slaringen and help stop domestic violence.
0: And local author and poet, Tony B. Shelton, shares her career journey
2: and how she is committed to pursuing her dreams. Plus, we'll take a look at one Harvard's first mission to grow a giant pumpkin and a a prize.
1: KWTX at 4 starts now. Thanks for joining us. I'm Justin early here with Lauren Westbrook and meteorologist Camille Hawksworth. We've been following the developments after the surprise attack on Israel by Hamas militants over the weekend.
0: Yes, hundreds were killed, others taken hostage, but there have been many issues with some misinformation. Multiple users over the weekend shared a fake White House news release, falsely claiming the U.S. was sending billions of dollars in new aid to Israel in response Thousands of ex-users quickly spread that doctored White House press release. And again, we've got to keep reminding people, X was Twitter.
1: Was exactly, yes. and Musk himself, you know, he added to the information chaos on Sunday by recommending X users keep up to date on the Israel-Gaza-Hamas conflict by following an account that was known for spreading misinformation and did. And he later deleted that and he posted this. He said, quote, as always, please try to stay as close to the truth as possible, even if it's something you don't like. Of course, we well, the latest on Israel coming up at 5 and on the CBS Evening News, though. But misinformation, it's a battle we fight on a regular basis, you know, when it comes to things, every, everything we read online every day. Even working in the news business and trying to take an extra, extra critical eye to it, it's still sometimes is hard to decipher what's real and what's not.
0: Don't you definitely,
2: say? especially as we're approaching elections or anything yeah. political, and the AI world is just a totally different beast. I've seen pictures of, you know, you know, we all have of just celebrities and things, and it's like that's not real. They were never there in that time, and you know that place, and wearing that outfit or anything. So you know, it just that AI, the misinformation, all of that. It is a definitely a space we need to navigate.
1: There's even, you know, on a more white note, there is a. 90s version of yourself, you can 90s yourself, 90s uh, high school pictures yourself uh, with AI. And I saw some of those not knowing this was even in existence, thinking, oh, they looked great in the 90s, and that was a great picture, but they were not real. And some of them are getting better and better. So again, just a word to the wise to use a especially discerning eye and know the source, know the source.
0: Especially during this very serious issue. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely tragic for many, many families.
1: That's for sure. Now let's get to our daily four. While
0: Columbus Day is a federal holiday, many states and cities are celebrating the day as Indigenous Peoples Day. This goes by National Native American in California, Native Americans in California and South Dakota, but it's otherwise known as Indigenous Peoples Day in many parts of the country, from helping the pilgrims survive a harsh winter to speaking in a code that helped the Allies win World War II. Monday is a day to honor the contributions of Native Americans. It falls on the same day as Columbus Day as a way to honor the people already living in the country when Christopher Columbus landed in 1492. The influence of Native American culture can be seen everywhere, in many parts of the country, countless rivers, towns, other landmarks still bear names originally given by Native tribes. The Europeans and Native Americans would also embark on a relationship frequently mired in conflict. Indigenous people have left an indelible mark of culture and traditions on the United States. I know the college I went to, the University of Oklahoma, Mm -hmm. there are plenty of landmarks and statues.
1: Right, representing so that. I went to college in Oklahoma as well, and that's mm-hmm. a state where you see a great amount of this. I mean, there are festivals, people, the public is invited to to attend and see some of these um, amazing ceremonies that were performed and, and the beautiful different, um, Things that people wore and things that they still wear today to celebrate their tribal heritage and their culture and some of the great food and everything like that, too. So it's great to be exposed to that, and uh, we love to see those kinds of things, you know, that everyone gets to enjoy and, and see it up close and personal when you get to go to the festivals.
2: Even our cities, you know, the way that they're landscaped around was definitely part of um, the Indian culture that was here before us is where we started making our cities in relation to rivers and things like that. So they do, they have a big impact us, on us that we might not even realize on our day-to-day basis.
1: It is true, it is true. Okay, well, let's go to number two in our Daily Four. Uh, some people sleep like a rock. For others, the stress and worries of the day can keep us up all night long. Where do we fall? Are we all non-sleepers? I think it Constant, depends. List. <laughs> Constant list. Constant <laughs> list. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. I, the, the earworms. Oh, the music sometimes too, that can oh, do it yeah. too. It yes. can be many
1: things that can keep us up, good and bad. There are ways, though, to use the power of your mind to get yourself into a deep and restful sleep. And CNN got some tips from some sleep sleep experts on how to trick yourself to sleep, essentially. So first- tell me how, Justin. Yeah, (laughs) so this one, controlled breathing, right? So you wanna change the rhythm of your breath. It slows your heart rate down, that reduces blood pressure, and it stimulates, stimulates the body's parasympathetic rest and digest system, which can actually take out worry and anxieties, that's scientific for sure. Next, meditation, there are science-based guides and apps to help you do it. Even 30 minutes a day can reduce or produce a measurable change in the brain. And also just visualization, visualizing a calm, peaceful spot in detail, maybe somewhere you've been or somewhere you'd like to go. Picture the sights, how does it smell there, what are the colors, who's there, Uh, what does it sound like? push out unwelcome thoughts with a really good thought. And I've always done that, it's a good one. Progressive muscle relaxation, which I learned in therapy last year. You can do this, (laughs) you tense and release parts of your body from the head to the feet. And you kind of tense up your head and neck first and then you go down and it really does relax you. And then this is one I found interesting, never heard of this before. Create a worry time for yourself. Set up a worry time before bed to get out all your thoughts and concerns and you can write down lists for yourself to do the next day, email it to yourself. Do it all outside the bedroom.
2: Any of that advice? Because,
1: you know, like they say, keep the TV outside the bedroom, keep the worry outside the bedroom. And I think that's actually pretty good. I never heard of that, but I like that idea. Are you list makers?
2: Oh, totally a list maker. I know she is.
0: I am a mental list maker, but I like what you said, because I I don't watch TV in my bedroom. Mm -hmm. But I do make those list. Check it out the door. As I'm going to yeah. bed.
2: Yeah. But, and
1: just to know that you you said okay. Well, I set this up for myself. This is my agenda. But I'm going to leave it now, and I'm going to go let myself go to sleep. And I think it takes away that little voice inside you that's like, hey, hey, wake up. We got to think about this. You thought about it. It's done. Time to rest.
2: See, I, I like the list, except for you lost me at one of them. Which one? The visualization one. Really? When you talk about picture, place, all the sights, all the sounds, all the things, like that pissed me in there and I'm like, what would I be doing? And do you want like, to be
1: going in this, to this place. Mm-hmm. And I have to do the opposite.
2: I have to do, I have to think about nothing, which is so hard mm-hmm. for like me. I don't know. I think women have a hard time with that. Lauren, I don't know if you, oh yes, can think about nothing. <laughs> yes. but. Um, I have to think about try to like focus on the wall like a dark spot like and squint my eyes and yeah. try to just picture nothing and that's that helps me.
1: Well and there's going back into my reservoir of these kinds of stories there's another thing you can do that's along the same lines of visualization but it's picking a time in your life when you felt truly safe mm. and comfortable and relaxed and reliving that little moment. And that's a really sweet thing, especially yeah. with your parents. You know, falling asleep on your dad's lap on the way home from an amusement park or yeah. whatever. You know, something like that. That's really that's sweet. Really nice. um, you know, and then maybe that can keep you that place where you can finally. Rest. So maybe there's that one too.
2: I like that. Maybe yeah. that's a hybrid where I can yeah. start there and yeah. then see what I can do. Yeah, exactly,
1: <laughs> go to sleep that way. That's number three in our daily four.
2: All right, this one's all about discounts and deals. And we've got a lot of those coming up. And even though we just celebrated Amazon Prime Day in July, the mega retailer has announced a second major savings event, PRIME BIG DEAL DAYS. STARTING TOMORROW, ACTUALLY, PRIME MEMBERS WILL HAVE ACCESS TO SOME SPECIAL DEALS IN THOUSANDS OF ITEMS ACROSS THE PRODUCT, ALL PRODUCT CATEGORIES, JUST IN TIME FOR THE HOLIDAY SEASON. The deals, if you're looking, include 50% off on select Sony products, 30% off select Dyson vacuums and air purifiers, and so much more. If you do want to participate, make sure you have an Amazon Prime membership. In addition to free two-day shipping, you'll also have access to Prime Video, ad-free music streaming, unlimited photo storage, and unlimited reading, among, among other perks, too. I know they just kind of continue to... Get you in every mm-hmm. single aspect: music, reading, mm-hmm. movies,
1: every aspect shipping. of life is covered
2: somehow. Yes, yeah, really <laughs> the true. grocery items mm-hmm. are on there. So I don't know. I think it's a good deal if you if you can work it into your lifestyle.
1: I remember one year I just I, I forgot about the, the annual fee and I got dinged with the fee and ah, I didn't yes. realize it was there. But I didn't use it enough. I think for folks who do use it regularly and use it enough, it can be reasoned that it could be worth it. Sure. Uh, for folks who don't use it a lot, maybe it's not. But if if it's something that you regularly you you know take in. Yeah, I think it might be worth the cost.
0: I think the planning for the holiday shopping uh-huh. is actually a really good thing right now, if you see some things that relate to your family members or loved ones.
1: Oh, yeah. Go in there <laughs> and get it, for sure. Make your list. Make your list. I know
2: it's too early, but I just, on, I'm like, okay. you know, we talk about how you okay. make you your list, what? and you get ahead, and you stay up at night because you can't <laughs> stop thinking about things. Well, Christmas and holidays is coming up. I just recently downloaded an app called Christmas List app. Christmas Not list sponsored app. or anything, but Christmas List App, I think is what it okay. is. It has, like, a little red Christmas tree. Okay. And you can put little products in there. You can put links in there. You can share family. it with your friends and family. So I'm thinking for my kids, you know, I always get, like, this time of year, or starting, you know, once we get a little clor- closer to the holidays, but maybe going ahead and doing that now before Christmas kind of catches up to me, and then it's like, oh, well, all of a sudden, what do they want? I can kind of sit down and think about it yeah. before I go to bed. Check it out the no. door and then go. You always <laughs>
1: know the best things. Christmas list app. I'm going yeah, to that. Yeah,
2: I know. Hey, I just people. downloaded it. Smart. Nephews. Uh
1: huh, yes. They might benefit Little niece, too. We're going to get them all taken care of. That's number four in our daily four.
0: Yeah, I'm dressed a little fairy today because <laughs> no, I have excite- wings on. Boy. I don't know. I know like fair ish. I should have said that. I'm excited about the fair after the 4 p.m. show. I am headed over to the heart of Texas fair and rodeo. We are looking forward to this every year. And today it's all about the goat. Not mm. you, Justin, because you're the greatest oh, of all boy, time. Whatever. But the greatest of all time when it comes to livestock, including goats earlier this afternoon at the Livestock Arena contest gathered to watch the goat showmanship on display. Judges evaluated the structure and muscles of the goats and tomorrow is the scramble goat show and scholarship goat show. It's all about the goats today. Contestants (laughs) are aiming for grand champion and the chance to win thousands of dollars in scholarships. I'm so excited to meet some of the contestants. We have an intern coming up at six that you can watch who's been a really big part of it from Texas A&M and a younger young man who has Mm -hmm. been involved in the process. So I'm looking forward to meeting them.
1: You know I would love to see as an addition? what. You know how you've, you've heard of the screaming goats? Screaming goats online. The fainting found, goats? The fain, well, no, not the fainting ones, the screaming ones, because there are these screaming goats <laughs> that make those noise. I would love to see a screaming goat contest to see who like can impersonate that well enough see, and win <laughs> some kind of a prize, maybe a couple corn dogs or something like that. That's what I love to see. If you haven't, do yourself a favor, Google screaming goats, you're gonna laugh so I'm hard. Gonna i gonna have to yeah, It's really funny. It's really funny.
0: Melinda's our buddy at the fair. She organizes everything. I'm gonna I put a bug in there. I Tell her tonight. Yeah, tell
1: her tonight. <laughs> You guys, she may be
0: getting an idea. Because
1: for our fair coverage, we have a lot planned this week.
0: Yeah, we do. We have everything going on from the morning show through the noon show, and we're definitely gonna have some coverage for the six o'clock mm-hmm. today, tomorrow, Wednesday. We're off Thursday because of football, mm-hmm. and then Friday as well. Yeah, we'll
1: have some folks out live mm-hmm. out there, including, I like you said yourself with your beautiful fair ensemble. Oh,
2: thank you, and yeah, Wednesday good. is Food for Families Day. Oh, by I the way, to join Food. you Wednesday. I'm yes. doing weather out there, I think, at oh, the fair. Oh, really so <laughs> The
0: NAACP is a civil rights organization, as many of you know, formed in 1909 that works to end racial inequality. This weekend, October 12th through the 14th, the Texas NAACP will hold their 86th annual state conference in Austin.
1: Waco-based poet. Author, business owner and social worker Tony B. Shelton has been invited to contribute as a panelist at this year's convention and she joined us now to talk about this incredible opportunity. So thanks again for coming. And I was saying before in the break a second ago that every time you're here it's for a different reason because you do so much. Uh, again, full-time social worker as well, you know, another thing, but a writer and public speaker. How do you balance all of it?
3: Goodness, a lot of caffeine. Mm -hmm. Um, No, to be honest, um, I couldn't do anything without the support of my parents and family. Um, And I'm a believer. I'm a Christian. So shout out to my church, Hood and Rust, Church of Christ in East Waco. They pray for me. I have friends and I have a job that I'm passionate about but that allows me to be a little bit more flexible. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, when you're just motivated and inspired, you just have all this stamina. And I'm just like, this is the moment to just go for it. And so I'm giving it all I got. Your resume is stacked, as we (laughs) just mentioned.
0: So how does your role as a social worker influence your written work?
3: Right, so social workers, we're trained on human behavior. We are literally trained helpers. And so as as a helper, I just decided, okay, here's something i can plug into support here here's something i can plug into support there and so the writing is is a passion of mine it's how i heal myself it's how i express myself and as i was sharing it with other people they were like hey this is beneficial to me too can you put that in a book can you mm-hmm. you know so i've just i'm like okay as a social worker i'm going to use every avenue to help people and that's what my poetry has done for me
1: you know you like to encourage people to dream and to pursue their dreams i do so for you what is your dream? I think you have to narrow it down because you're not narrowing it down. But <laughs> what is it like to be able to pursue those dreams that you have?
3: Uh, it's very hard, actually. It comes with a lot of sacrifice, a lot of missed um, events, right? A lot of sleepless nights, stress, um, isolating. But then when the lights are on or you meet someone that says, hey, you see me, or I, I read what you said that resonated with me, it's like, okay, God. I- as I say, my foundation is God. and I'm just motivated to do whatever it is that he needs me to do to go wherever he needs me to go and and to use this voice of mine. I used to be so afraid to to speak up, but it's like, no, this is this is the moment to advocate for other people as a social worker um, and as a human.
0: With that faith and that passion, I have to imagine you have to be comfortable with some detours with your plans. Yes,
3: Um, detours, yes, but life is about detours. Um, COVID-19 was one of the more recent detours and I just I was hopeless, and a lot of my peers were hopeless. And I'm just like, okay, how do we get people inspired to live again? How do we get people inspired to love again? And when people are inspired, um, that's when we start to create, and that's when we're our best selves. And so for me, when I'm encouraging people to dream, it's literally me encouraging them to wake up and live the life that was created for them to live
1: you recently released a digital copy, 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 digital copy of of your book Remnants, Remnants, and it's free. What's inside this new release?
3: Oh man, so Remnants is super raw, just super authentic, right? Remnants are leftovers. And I I really wanted to reach out to those of us that are feeling stagnant, maybe in our careers, feeling hopeless, maybe struggling in addiction, maybe struggling with a secret that they've never told anybody. I wrote Remnants to get people to know that, like a phoenix from ashes, burn. There is power in burning everything down to the core and just simply starting over. And your remnants are what you need to propel yourself forward. You have worth just because you exist. And so, it's, it's raw, it's gritty, it, it's touching on some really tough topics, but it's for us humans that have made our mistakes, um, that are harboring those secrets, but it's telling you, listen, get this out and let's start fresh.
0: Are those remnants going to come in the form of a hard copy? I know it's digital (laughs) right now, but...
3: Right Maybe now it's copy? digital. It is digital just because we're in such a techno- we're, we're in such a technological age and I really want to be, I want to keep Better Watch Your Tone innovative and I wanted to minimize the barrier. I know a lot of people were telling me, girl, I, hard books, I don't want to read a hard book. And so for me it's like I wanted to make this free because I believe that poetry and art is for everybody. Sure. And so when you download it, all you need is an iPad or a phone, you know, and so for now I'll just keep it in the digital format because I have something coming next.
1: Okay, and you know, <laughs> no one is coming to save you the title of the next project. Yes. So tell us about that.
3: No one is coming to save you again. There is a motivational aspect to me. Again, we are living in a world where we need hope, we need inspiration, but if you're gonna sit around and wait for other people to pull you up out of that rut, you're gonna look up and still be in that rut. And I had to look myself in the mirror and say, hey girl, if you wanna lose some weight, you're the one that's gonna have to push back from the table. You're the one that's gonna have to lift a, a barbell instead of a fork to your mouth all of the time. You're the one that's gonna have to start that LLC. You're the one that's gonna have to tell people, "Hey, I have poetry. Would you like to read it? Hey, I have this opportunity. Would you do? You want to buy in? Do you want to invest?" And in, you know, so when I wrote that, it was just like everything about you that's quirky, that's quirky, that you know you don't want people to know about. Those are the things that God has for you. Those are the things that are gonna transform and inspire and empower other people. So no one's coming to save you is like, no one's coming to save you. Get up and get it done because you can.
0: And that might be difficult for people who are introverted and don't feel like getting out there, but you have done that. And when you just have those little interactions, that's such a great thing and can maybe lead to some relationships. You have an NAACP event coming up that maybe some people can explore those new parts of themselves with. Yeah. Yeah? When is that happening?
3: So that's gonna be this weekend. I actually will be contributing to a panel. So it is called Careers in the Movement. And so when I was presented with this opportunity, the person was saying, we want to show our youth that you don't have to just have a traditional career path, have a traditional career path Mm -hmm. if you so choose, but you can be a poet, Mm -hmm. Um, you can be a public speaker, you can be an educator, Mm -hmm. you can be a social worker, you can be on the news, right? And still advocate for those that need it the most. And so I'm excited to share my journey of using my poetry to unite people and to advocate for things that I believe in and to bring people together.
1: And what's it gonna be like for you to not only be able to share your experiences, but also, hear from your peers and and work with your peers and hear what they have to say, too. That's got to be a special opportunity.
3: It's going to be fun. Sometimes when you're super-duper driven, some people call me type A, you know, you feel like a fish out of water, right? And and sometimes it can be a little exhausting, always being the oddball, always being, you know, the one that's high energy. So, it's going to be, uplifting for me to be amongst other people that are justice driven and you know have just as much of a light you know we're going to shine bright because it's going to be multiple people and we'll have our own sense of community i personally need those type a people Uh, in my (laughs) life to get me going so congratulations thank you thank you and best of luck you. it's
1: going to be great and again we have the qr code on the screen that goes to that website and people can find um, all kinds of information
0: this week in the lives of jenna scott and michael swearingen will be remembered during a 5k memorial race
1: the rates the event that is that is going on is in its fifth year, and it was created by the nonprofit Priceless Beginnings to honor Jenna and Michael, who were both murdered in 2018 by Jenna's ex-boyfriend, Cedric Marks.
0: This year's 5K will be significant. It's the first one since Marks was found guilty and sentenced to death.
1: As you can imagine, Saturday's event will be a celebration for family and loved ones who say justice was served on June 9th.
0: And joining us now are two special guests, We have Michael's mother, Debbie Harrison, who is also a board member of Priceless Beginnings. And we have Annie Hammonds, the founder of the organization. We appreciate you both for being here. This is so emotional, I'm sure. So thank you for having the bravery to come here and talk to us.
4: Well, it's very important to us. We, you can only grieve and grieve and grieve. You've got to have something to do that's positive. And that's why we founded Priceless Beginnings. And Jenna was a domestic violence victim. and so we decided we needed to have an organization that would be able to help families of domestic violence.
1: It, it, uh, the goal leading into that, I mean this 5 camp particular happening, can you share you know what that means to you to have this happening?
4: Well, this year we can actually talk about, the case and everything and what we're actually doing it for. Because before we couldn't talk about it that much because we we didn't want to hurt the the trial that hadn't gone through yet. Mm -hmm. Anyway, but this year we are so happy. Um, We say there's victory in Jesus and justice was served. We had bracelets made that say that because those are our two things this year that are just very important. Justice was served, and there's victory in Jesus. And Jenna and Michael are smiling down on us from heaven.
0: And we are seeing their pictures now. The month of October is National Domestic Violence Awareness Month. It is a time to recognize victims and raise awareness about the devastating impacts of domestic
5: violence. I know you're both wearing them now. What do they say? And go ahead. Mine says "Justice served on 6923 for Jenna and Michael."
4: And mine says Jenna and Michael, victory and Jesus on the green one.
1: Um, You know, hundreds of victims have received help after beginning priceless beginnings. And so, Annie, you know, in what ways is the organization doing this kind of work?
5: So, currently, we receive requests in just about daily. Mm-hmm. And those come in to us from different organizations throughout the community, whether it's through the police departments or through the other nonprofit organizations. And a lot of it is emergency help that we need to provide instantly. And so, uh, process beginnings will provide hotels or transportation and different things throughout to make sure that we can help these victims immediately.
0: There are four different categories of service that you provide, can you go through those for us?
4: Oh, I'll let Annie do that.
5: Okay, Annie, go for it. Okay, sure, so the the four categories we serve is, the first one is basic needs, and that's where most of the victims fall, and that is just getting their utilities paid, rent paid, uh, getting them, transportation to a safe place or back to their families, reunited with their families. And we also provide the hotels and food, whatever we need to do, to get that family, because most of the time, it, children are involved, and so, that is what we want to get involved with. The second category that we have is a category that is um, scholarships and kids' camps, and which is what the program was founded on. So, Emery, my granddaughter, uh, we wanted to make sure that we could impact the children uh, that were involved in these situations with domestic violence, and so we started the camps where they could go to sports camps and just kind of keep things off of their mind. And then um, we started up two scholarships to two local schools, one in academy, where Michael attended, and one in Holland, where Emory currently attends, in memory of her mom and Michael.
1: You go ahead, you And go then the, the third one.
5: category is we supply furniture. So we have mm. lots of donations of furniture that come in Uh, We have storage provided by Amy's Attic and uh, so we store everything down there and as we get a family that is starting over and they need beds and they need table and chairs and couches, we go get it out of storage and deliver that furniture to them to get them restarted. And then the last category is probably the most special to Deborah, which is Jack's Fund, which is Michael's dog. And it is supported by the Travis County Kennel Club and the Bell County Kennel Club. And so, the funds are raised through those. And those are the ones that we utilize the funds for mm. to house animals when domestic violence victims are starting their lives over so that they have a place to put their pets and can be reunited with their pets.
1: It's so much good work. And you explained that so beautifully. Those are such great needs in those times for you working with other organizations to do these kinds of things you have nonprofit support as well as support from corporate sponsors what has it been like working with these groups in central texas to complete
4: this mission um they are all wonderful organizations we've got our first our uh, sponsors uh, other than our corporate sponsors and uh, we thank them so much for helping sponsor the race and then we've got the agencies that Help the domestic violence um, in other ways. But all of them have um, parameters that they have to follow. And what we end up doing is trying to get it to the right place that can work within the parameters of what's needed. And then we try to pick up the slack. And uh, because one agency can't do all of it. And uh, we sort of fill in the places that uh, can't be served by anybody else. And we do a lot of uh, coordination. Uh, you may have one agency paying half of a month's rent and the another agency doing that and another agency doing the electric bill. So uh, we could just try to get it all put together and everybody works really well together. Because we all have one purpose. Those uh, women and children, and we have even have some men um, uh, we had a young man that was hurt by his father and uh, we ended up uh, helping him get to uh, out of state to his mother to get away from the man. So um, it's just really, yeah. it, they're really great. Everybody works together well.
0: The courage and bravery you both have to come here and talk about this is incredible. We have a QR code on your screen right now if you'd like to learn more about, about what they're doing and the race coming up about their helping uh, family members, pets, everyone involved in these incidents. So thank you so much. Yeah. We
4: appreciate it.
1: Yeah, and again, the, into those details. after you sit here and say something, go ahead.
4: Go register. Go register. to processbeginnings.org or do the QR code. We need to have a lot of uh, participants. And if you've got bad knees or bad back, uh, and you can only walk for like 10 minutes, we'll do a virtual. Uh, you can sign up on the website for a virtual one. So, uh, we need everybody to help. Thank you. Yes,
1: absolutely. thank you so much. And again, the 5th Annual Jenna Scott and Michael Swerage and Memorial 5K Saturday, October 14th at 8.30 in the morning at Pepper Creek Trail, a $35 entry participation fee. And again, to scan the QR code to participate. We'll be right back.
5: This has been a Rogue Media Network production.